Ihawaiyans. Welcome to Ihaw Ihaw Show. I'm Jill from Vancouver. With me is... Reggie from Shenzhen. This is Roas from Auckland. Hello. So our podcast for today, our fourth episode is entitled, What's Roasting? Living, Living abroad, abroad as, as a health, health worker. worker. <laughs> We're so <What's> simultaneous. <laughs> okay, guys. Um, what's happening right now in your respective countries? Let's Maybe you should with, start. <laughs> yeah, I would start with me. So for Canada, um, I'm happy to tell everybody that Vancouver has opened our city again but it's like the phase two of our reopening so like for example the restaurants is just 50% capacity and then they have to write down their names so that um, it's easier for the contact tracing oh same with us um, restaurants and cafes here are open as well but you have to sign in every time but yeah. we can also have like this QR code scanner or checking in. Uh, they're oh, trying to do that in the Philippines too. Like they're asking the jeepney drivers to oh, check <laughs> attendance <laughs> checking <laughs> present. Oh my gosh, how is that even possible? <laughs> I mean, I in the current That's setup, good. the jeepney drivers are already multitasking, right? What more? Yeah. There's like another. Maybe they, they will be able to manage. <laughs> more work. And- more work for them. Yeah. Yeah, but it has to be done. Do you have any shout outs? Oh yeah, yeah, I just Yeah, I wanna say I wanna say hi to Lee. She she's listening from Shanghai. Hi Lee. Yeah. How about you, Royce? Oh, I have a shout out first. Um remember our FB page? It's almost five hundred likes, so congrats to us. Wow. And the top fan according to Facebook Those analytics. According to Facebook yeah. analytics, would be my true friend Antoinette Figueracin. Hi, TF. She's always listening. Like, thank you, Antoinette. Thank you thank for you. listening. Antoinette. Thank you. And guys, have you noticed what's up with the ube cheese pandesal fad nowadays? I see yeah. everyone posting about it, and I think it's like the modern what? day ube cheese pandesal. Oh, okay. I haven't yeah. seen. It. Really? That's weird. <laughs> Maybe you're not um, looking at the posts of your friends back in the Philippines. No, I... <laughs> it's like the modern, modern day Zagu. Or, yeah. um, oh, okay. Because we had those fads like gourmet toyo and milk tea. Well, milk tea has been sustainable, but now it, they're into ube cheese pandesal nowadays. So yeah. in relation to that, I would like to have a shout out again. VF, you're from Marikina, diba? Or you have yes. a in Marikina? Yes. So yeah. for all your the Marikina folks and nearby cities, um, you can order sweet treats for, like cinnamon rolls, cakes, and whatever mm-hmm. from Jenna's Sweet Treats. Just look for it in Facebook and Instagram. So what okay. can you say about that? We already have like shout outs for businesses as well. <laughs> yes, it's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> Um, for me, I want to say hi to my high school friends, uh, Poor One. Mm-hmm. It's with a P, now with an F. Poor really? One, Genesee, <laughs> Babbitt, Rizal, Judy, Tess, Grace. Hi, I guys. I forgot some, someone. Grace, Mother Twipple, right? Yes. yes. Mother. <laughs> the Mother Twipple herself. Yes. Oh, yes. So, we have a. We have a surprise for our 
listeners. What surprise? Yeah, later. They're gonna, <laughs> they're gonna find out what it is. So right now, uh, we actually chose this topic because it's very important to talk about it. Uh, just for me, um, because Philippines is the largest exporter of nurses in the world. So, really? Yeah, that's why there's like a stereotype, you know, like for all nurses. And out of like 2.3 million overseas Filipino workers, and, and this data is in 2018, um, 25% commit their lives to caring for others. So that's really, you know, nice to hear, nice information. And being a health worker nowadays is extra essential and risky at the same time, especially now, um, you know, coronavirus situation. So this is our surprise to our listeners. Uh, we have actually a guest for today. Wow! Finally, Yay. after how many episodes? We, we're having some... <laughs> Great progress, guys. Yes. We're thinking out of the box. <laughs> so, who's our guest? So, our guest is my high school friend. Uh, we've been friends since 1998. Um, his name is Ronaldo Reyes. And he's now living in Norway. Wow, international. Yeah. You know, we have like four continents now here. <laughs> oh, yes! Nakakaloka. <laughs> welcome, okay. Ronnie. All right. Hello. Welcome, Ronnie. Hello. Ronnie, hello. Nice to see you again after, I don't know, maybe 10 years. Yeah, it was a very long time. Hello to all Hawaiians and uh, it's really a pleasure to be here. Yeah, well, thank, thank you, you for, for inviting for, Yeah, thank you for being here and so Jill and Ronnie how did you meet? I exactly. think it was like uh, like you said it was in 1998 we were at high school and then it actually started when we we took the same jeepney on the way home oh, really? <laughs> second time so we were... for the jeepney yeah. shout out to all the jeepney drivers yes so we become really Maybe close because... <laughs> <laughs> so we took the same jeepney every time we went home from school and uh, it was a basic palenque jeepney. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, yeah, yeah the friendship yeah, started we were, there. We were best friends in like second year high school, mm-hmm. high school. That's right. And uh, yeah, a lot of memories. Jeepney Chronicles. Imagine if you had to check in and have an attendance check with you. Yeah. <laughs> Jeepney drivers back then. Um, yeah. So, Ronnie, I have a question for you. If there's like one unforgettable moment, just choose one. I know there's like a lot for 22 years of friendship, but can you quickly share any memorable or funny moment with you? I think uh, w- one or the best memorable experience I have with Jill was the the moment she set me up with her grade school friend <laughs> <laughs> and, and then and then yeah we she, I don't remember her name right now but we went to 7-Eleven and then the meetup was just like about five minutes and then uh, we found out that I think we're not uh, we did not play it. Oh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, yeah but, but, uh, I gotta but, uh, remember that. Jill was very eager and uh, yeah. When was this? When was this? Like, are it you was... already working or no, no. In, in college or in high school? In, 
in high school. It was school. like second year, I think. <laughs> oh my god! And then Ronnie didn't like the girl. And yeah, I wasn't like a good match. Mm. Okay. And I, I and I don't think she liked me either. So, <laughs> but at least NF, I, at least Jill, you tried. Yeah, playing yeah. Cupid. Yeah. yeah. The effort was there. <laughs> we, we'll give it to you. Mm. Okay. Anyway, um, Ronnie, I know we talk once in a while, but I just mm. want to know how are things now? How challenging is it to be a health worker in times like this? Well, I would say that it's pretty challenging. Things aren't the same as they were before. And um, now you have to be more careful, more precautious. And uh, uh, with just a pretty mistake, you'll, you'll end up like just, just like your patients. And, and uh, uh, yeah, you don't, have, uh, you don't have to care about just the physical well-being of the patients. But now uh, the mental health of each patient is also an issue because um, the world is in a pandemic and there's a lot of stress going on and uh, people are breaking uh, breaking down because of this pandemic so uh, it's not just about the physical health anymore it's more of the mental health issues that yeah. comes along with this with the pandemic so it's really challenging and we have seen pictures from china from italy from spain from the uk how exhausted all our frontliners are especially the healthcare workers and uh, here in Norway I am very thankful that we didn't reach that point uh, the healthcare system here is quite okay as compared to the other uh, countries so yeah. it's really hard but um, I think uh, we're proving that uh, being a healthcare worker nowadays is really important and it is a very vital part of our society yeah, yeah well, mm-hmm. that's very interesting. Um, that's a very interesting take on it, right? Like, um, you're also you're also considering, and you also mentioned about the mental wellness aspect of it, because I mm. think that's something that's easy to be to set aside, especially yeah. I think in the Philippines. Like, um, we, when we talk about um, mental wellness and mental health, is we are not kind of like keen into that compared to the first world countries so yeah but so that's really interest, an interesting thing for me yeah well and behalf of the host of the show thank you Ronnie for the hard work uh, yeah uh, not just uh, to all the frontliners we appreciate what you're doing for, for everyone yes so uh, Ronnie tell us about your journey like from the Philippines to where you are right now and how how easy was it for you or how difficult was it for you to transition to living abroad um, it wasn't a bad of roses I would admit uh, it started when I was still in the Philippines and I wanted to go abroad because um, it's really hard to earn money and to have sufficient resources in the Philippines so I was planning to go to the US I took the exams and everything but um, immigration is very strict at that time so I called my sisters who were living already in uh, in Norway by that time and then um, they said to me that yeah you can come here we will um, try to help you find a job here so I applied Uh, I took the chance and um, it uh, it uh, came very fast I my my 
what you call this. My visa was approved in a couple of months, and ah. I wasn't expecting that at all. Usually, the processing time at that time was around nine, ten months, but mm. uh, my visa came very fast. Uh, but prior to that, I had to uh, study the language in one year uh, in the Philippines. I enrolled myself in a language school in the Philippines in Pasig, and then. Mm. I went there. I started uh, being a working student, so uh, thrice a week, I think. Um, I went to school after my duty. I was working at a hospital by that uh, by that time uh, in the Philippines, and then after my night duty, I will go straight to work, uh, straight to school, and then study the language. So when I uh, finally arrived here, uh, it wasn't easy because I had like a job seeker visa. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, that's the kind of visa that you have like six months to find yourself a job here, or else you'll be deported back to the Philippines. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. That's an added pressure, six months. Mm. Yeah. Is it hard to study Norwegian? Oh, I would say yes, um, but uh, the good thing is, uh, I think if you can speak English, it would be easier than if you don't right. speak English mm. at all. So, so because a, a lot, a lot of the grammar and a lot of the words are sounds the same. Oh, or, okay. Or, not a lot, but uh, some few words. So, so yeah, uh, I went here. To find a job, I went. I arrived at January, and then by April, luckily, I found myself a job. I was really nervous by that time. I don't want to go home and uh, have everything go to to mm. waste. Yeah. Nice, waste. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So so and yeah. Nine years like after that. everything history, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. The rest is history. <laughs> the rest, um, is, the rest history. is history. Everything is history. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, but well, I would say that it wasn't, it was not easy finding a job. Yeah. In, yeah. In those times you have, to, I, I thought, I think I sent like hundreds of applications. I went to some interviews uh, and that lucky one application gave me the opportunity. So yeah. Yeah. very thankful for that. That's really, that's really nice. So, in terms of like how easy it is, because that your journey has started like in Norway started nine years ago, right? Mm. Um, would you say that it's like more difficult nowadays to if you're a health worker in the Philippines and you would like to transfer to Europe, like Norway or Sweden and all other countries? Is mm. it more difficult? Is the process more stringent nowadays? Yeah, I think so. Um, uh, the requirements for getting a job here is uh, more difficult now. They've uh, raised the standards. You have to pass exams right uh, now, which mm. they didn't uh, required by that time. Mm. Uh, and then uh, I don't think they issue a job seekers visa right now. Or right. They, yeah, they didn't. Uh, they don't uh, issue that kind of visa right now. So the only way people get to uh, Norway now is by studying or being a student and then oh, okay. working while you're studying. Right. So, um, since we're already on that top topic, if you're, all, if you're a health worker or a nurse in the Philippines and you aspire to work abroad, like in Norway, what are the key things to remember while you're still in the Philippines? Like, what are your do's and don'ts? 
Well, I think the most important to do is you have to have a plan. You have to have a plan A and you have to have a plan B because uh, things don't always go the way you wanted things to turn out. And you always have to prepare, to prepare yourself to fail because um, I think that by giving yourself the possibility that you fail would give you the, a backup plan. Uh, a plan uh, that maybe I'll fail and then what's supposed to happen to me and then uh, like what I did I prepared for the language because um, language is a very big issue here in Norway if you can't speak the language then you can't uh, communicate your patients (laughs) bye girl (laughs) and especially most especially for healthcare workers because you you will be dealing with uh, people from that country who speaks and understand only that language. So yeah. I guess uh, to be an effective healthcare worker, you have to know the language in the country that you'll be going to. Mm-hmm. And also one important thing is that you do have to be aware that there are a lot of agencies that would victimize you. Or, oh my gosh, yes. Would, uh, yeah. Take advantage. Try to, uh, take advantage, try to get more money from you and then promise you things. So you have to do your research, ask for advice. And uh, yeah. I suppose one of the best things that um, someone could do is to ask it from experienced people. Like mm. for, for from the people themselves who have experienced the process, because sometimes mm-hmm. if they just go straight to the agencies, um, it's it's a lot possible that uh, they would get information that mm. are not factual, and yeah. the agencies would just get money from them. Do you get what I mean? Mm. So yeah, yeah. And can I just agent- add? Yeah. Can I just <laughs> add to Ronnie's um, statement about like? how language is very important because here in Canada the healthcare workers or the nurses should have at least like CLB7 uh, rating which is like the standard for all like managerial as well so it's very important even if like you're in the healthcare worker um, you need to speak good English thank Thank you. you for sharing (laughs) <laughs> Wait, I have a follow-up. I have a follow-up question on that one. So, for example, you already have your target countries to go to. When would be the point that you enroll in a class for a language exam? Because there has to be a point, right? Like, do you is it when you already have a job offer or you're already doing your visa? So, when is that point that you're gonna pay for a class for for language? I think you have to start with it as soon as possible. Um, because language takes time, and if you would just like uh, love, like love, yeah, like love, right? (laughs) (laughs) No, learning a language takes a lot of time and takes a lot of practice. And if you would just learn it by the time you get your visa or by the time you're 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 sure that you're going, then Mm -hmm. I don't think you'll have enough time to be prepared by the time you'll be applying for jobs right. they would be testing your language you would be going to interviews mm. and then if they see that you can speak your their language then uh, you'll gotta get some problems mm. yeah so, so I, I, I i think that if once you've decided that i want to go to this country then just uh, start training and start researching and start learning the language mm. okay 
So I guess it's really critical that you identify the country first. Mm, mm. Okay. I, I think that's that's a, that's a very good uh, starting point. Okay. Yeah, I'm just curious. Um, is being a health worker a viable career option only if you plan to be based abroad? Well, to ask uh, to to ask no to answer your question, my question is no. Uh, I think I think going abroad should only be a secondary factor that you should consider if you're planning to be a healthcare worker, because the primary and the most important goal should be the interest in human connection, in human care, in uh, taking care of the sick and the taking care of the people in need of your important care. So, yeah, I think that being in a health uh, sector is more of a calling than a job and it should mm. not be based on your intentions of going abroad because there are a lot of careers if you, if you intend just to go to abroad then find another career and don't uh, dwell yourself in something that uh, that uh, is about human life mm. because if it's not your interest at all in taking human uh, in taking care of people you can endanger them. Uh, their yeah. Health, right. Um, you, and how you, how how hard is it to stay in the Philippines while maintaining a career? I would mm-hmm. say it's very hard. I've mm-hmm. experienced it, but it's not impossible. There are a lot of people that I know, nurses, doctors, that uh, decided to stay in the Philippines, and they now have a thriving career. So I think it's a matter of priorities and it's a matter of making things work. If you have a family, for example, then I think it's more challenging to make a decision to go abroad or not. And uh, there are a lot of Filipinos uh, that is proud of their work in the Philippines and is satis- are satisfied with their work in the Philippines. So, so I don't think that it's impossible to have a thriving relation, uh, thriving um, career in the Philippines if you are a healthcare worker. As long as uh, you enjoy what you're doing, as long as you can bring smile to the Filipino you're taking care of, then I think nothing is impossible. You can be a successful health work, a healthcare worker in the Philippines. Right. Yeah, that's good. Mm, okay. Uh, Ronnie, what's your message to all the overseas Filipino health workers and to all the listeners of this podcast? Well, first, to all the listeners of this po- podcast, to those who are following Il- Ihao Ihao, <laughs> um, uh, you're doing the right thing because you get a lot of information, you get a lot of um, tips from this uh, beautiful trio here. So, yeah, just continue listening and uh, to all the OFWs Mm -hmm. and Filipino healthcare workers especially, well, I salute you and I hope that you'll continue to to hold your head up high. Mm. And uh, the whole Philippines is proud of you and um, I know that the sacrifices and most people um, are uh, looking... uh, up to you and uh, most people just see the silver lining in what you're doing but most of them don't see the pressure the hardships the pains and the sacrifices that you're doing just to make or just to be 
where you are right now. Wow. So, so, so I salute all of you. You're truly the modern day heroes of our country. Okay. So. Yes. Okay. Um. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't agree more. And thank you very much for. Um, yeah, thank you very much for telling them to pretty much listen to us. And mm. yes, yeah, we, we salute to all health workers. Like, we are overseas Filipino workers as well. And I know there's pressure, there's challenges and everything. But what more the health workers are going through currently. Hi, so yeah, so just continue fighting the fight, I suppose. <laughs> so, on a lighter the note. Fight. Yes. On a lighter note, Ronnie, we have a gimmick segment specially prepared for you. <laughs> yeah. So we oh call God. this, I don't know if you were watching tonight with Boy Abunda. So they have this fast talk. Fast talk. And we yeah. also have the fast talk, the Ihao Ihao <laughs> version. So um, I just give you a couple of choices and then just in a quick manner, just answer what's your preference. Are you yeah. ready? Okay, sure. Okay, game. so game. We're first, COVID or Ebola? <laughs> oh my god COVID Balut or Penoy? Penoy Doctor or nurse? Both can I, can I answer both? Oh, sure, sure, sure Philippines or Norway? medicine right now Well, it depends On <laughs> what aspect But um, I would say Both also in this okay. aspect Right, Grace Anatomy Or The Good Doctor? The good doctor. Fill in the blanks. A blank a day keeps the doctor away. Apple. Apple. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so easy. Best time for sex. Midnight. Anytime. <laughs> Reggie participant. Guess, <laughs> <laughs> guess. Lights on or lights off? Answer. Lights off. Sex or chocolates? Sex. And finally, <laughs> wow. Health or wealth? Health, of course. Wow. Uh-huh. Yay. Thank you very much for being thank a good sport. So thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. So we're moving on to one of our listeners' favorite segment, our uh, <laughs> quote for the week. And our quote for the week is health is wealth. Why? Wow. Because if you're healthy, you are wealthy. <laughs> so deep. Yeah. And I think that I like is that. why Ronnie chose wealth in the last yeah. um the fast talk um, right. question. Because yeah. No, he chose wealth. health. I sorry, health. <laughs> yeah. Did you choose health? <laughs> yeah. Health is a prerequisite of wealth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But wealth is wealth also, so I also want wealth. Health and wealth. At the Both. same time. Yes. <laughs> How about you, Jill? What if you can't afford the health facilities? So do you, you like wealth? I so think you your focus should, in, you in life... You should be wealthy. Jill, your focus in life now is wealthy. Eh? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, I had fun. Did you guys have fun? I had yes. fun. I hope Ronnie yeah. had okay. fun as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, I did. I did. <laughs> that's good. That's good. So, I think this has been our show. But please don't forget to follow and DM us on our social and media accounts. We have our podcast in Spotify, Apple, and Anchor. 
Then we have our Gmail at ihaoihaoshow at gmail.com. Facebook, Ihao Ihao Show, and Twitter at Ihao Ihao Show. Yes, please follow us on those social media accounts. This has been your Ihao Ihao Show with Jill, Reggie, and Roes. Join us again on our next episode. See you later, Ihawaiians. Bye. 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 Bye.